Have you noticed this thing of late which women have started doing where they get to post up pictures of themselves close to nude or they get to post up a booty pic or a nice thigh pic, you know, giving us a little thirst trap there and that justification for it is body positivity? I don't know. Have you also noticed that thing? Because I don't know whether I should take the moral high ground and say that that's wrong or I should just say that that's weirdly smart because both of them are actually pretty true. Like, on the real though, like this is something that you can even go and check on IG. Shorties have this thing nowadays where they're posting up pictures of themselves with less clothing, with like booty shorts over there, and they're like properly posing, and they're genuinely showing booty, they're genuinely showing tits, and they're wearing very little. And the thing that they usually use to justify it is this whole thing of, oh, accepting myself with all of my flaws and all of my good sides too, or some shit like that. And then all of a sudden, like, that shit's a thirst trap. Like, we know very well, it's a thirst trap. But guess what? People are gonna be all up in her business like, oh, we accept you, you're so beautiful, you have an amazing body, blah, blah, blah. Guys will rarely ever comment on such things. But whenever we do, you know, we like to make it at least try and sound very nice, in a sense. But... Usually the comments will even come from the shorties as well, who normally used to actively try to bring down the other woman that posts her booty pictures, because they'll be coming in like, oh my goodness, Brenda, you're so beautiful, even with your stretch marks, don't let anyone ever tell you different, oh, we love that fupa, we appreciate thick women, oh, don't let anyone ever tell you different, you're beautiful and you're perfect the way you are, or some shit like that. And the truth of the matter is, shorty decided to drop a thirst trap, you know? We, we all knew that it was a thirst trap from day one. The only thing is, five years ago on IG, when people were posting up such shit, we knew very well that it was a thirst trap. And women could come in, they'd say, oh, appreciating my nudity, blah, blah, blah. Or they'd put some fancy or pointless caption there. And people knew very well it's a thirst trap and we're okay with it. So minus the negative comments that would come in of, oh, you're hoeing around, come back to Christ and shit, most people are kind of okay with it. But now, because people didn't want any negativity, because these shorties decided to be smart about it, they decided to turn it into a body positivity thing. And I've got to admit, much as there is some truth to it, well, I'd like to state that I sense a bit of bullshit in this entire thing. And it's part of the reason why I said that it's weirdly smart. Because you think about it. Yes, there's body positivity and being comfortable in your own body to the level that you can post it up online. There's nothing wrong with that. It's it's perfectly okay and it's perfectly up to you. But the thing is, people decide, you know what? Um, I'm happy about my body and the body is mine and I choose to be happy with it. Getting validation from elsewhere is honestly not even a part of the whole thing. Like you don't even need to do that because it's you that's happy for your body. Why the hell do you care if everyone else is happy for it or not? Like, you're supposed to be comfortable in your body. It's part of the the reason why I seem to have a bit of an issue with the whole body positivity thing. And you kind of think about it again. If you feel like you wanted to put it up online, probably just to store it so that, you know, you can have a good record of it and people don't necessarily need to know or see it, then you could also just create a private account Have it only follow you and not follow anyone else and post up your pictures there. That way, 
it would probably keep you on the better side of not being seen. But you know what? With the kind of validation that these babes usually get from this whole body positivity thing, I wouldn't blame them for actually sticking to it. So I might as well just start the podcast, but at least now I bet some of y'all are feeling a little bit more informed on how these cheeky bastards are actually playing their tricks. So we might as well begin. And to begin in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic just so happens to have realized that body positivity is a good excuse for posting booty pics, and he is happy. He is a man who likes his women the same way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to make comments and statements such as the one that I started with, and then somebody ends up getting triggered. But usually by the end of the podcast, I try to bring in a bit of sense. But anyways, that aside, I do need to start things off before I get into the main topic. But before I get into my usual rant, I do need to mention something real quick. Now, if you all remember last year, there was this time when Adele was supposedly going through a divorce and everyone was talking about the guy receiving half and there was this big fight online on, oh, why should she give that much? Oh, he deserves that and more. Finally, justice for guys. Well, um, the results came out. Or more like, you know, the final verdict was given and unfortunately wasn't on the men's favor. Uh, Apparently, they're both getting joint custody of their son and, well, Adele isn't going to give him shit. So, well, guys zero, women one. Just figured I should mention that because I covered that story. So, well, keep people updated and shit. Anyways, before I get into the main topic... I do want us to discuss something very, very interesting that I saw online as I was preparing for the show. Now, apparently, China wants to give boys an education on being more manly due to gender changing roles. That was actually something that I saw online, which related to a certain article where China, or at least the officials in China, want to provide an education for boys to make them more quote-unquote manly. And all of it is in relation to what they claim is a masculinity crisis. And the education ministry there proposed emphasizing the spirit of yang or male attributes by hiring more sports instructors and restructuring their physical education classes. And I'm gonna be honest, much as this isn't exactly how I'd have thought of it, I fully agree with this. This is probably one of the best things that China's ever done, not just for itself but for the world in general, because personally, I feel as though every single country in the world should have at least tried to take something like this up. Because you kind of look at it, in the day and age that we have today, Things are a little bit more gender fluid in a world where people are pushing for equality instead of appreciating the differences and respecting the similarities. And because of that, we have a lot of boys that are struggling to be men and we have a lot of men that are struggling to fit into a world that doesn't exactly favor being a man. And just like that, you kind of look at it, we are actually having a bit of a masculinity crisis. Because being masculine now is being infused with a lot of other things because supposedly masculinity in and of itself is toxic to some people. 
So now you're seeing a world where guys are being sort of forced to be more open. Guys are being told, you know what, start crying a little bit more. It's okay, we'll accept it. Guys are being told, you know what, if you're polite, you can get the girl. And if you're a nice guy, then, you know, you can still manage to get a lot of shit. And to be completely honest, most of that shit's bullshit. And I do have to admit, with the kind of world that we're living in right now, there is a crisis in masculinity. In a world that favored and still favors the daring, you find that masculinity is under attack because even the smallest things that show that you are daring as a man, such as hitting on a girl, has kind of become so hard right now that if you try hit on a woman in the office, if she doesn't like you, then you're suddenly being reported to HR for sexual harassment. If you go and you try and hit on a girl at the club, it's like, I'll know you, why are you harassing me, blah, 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 predator this, predator that. And because of that, we're being forced into a cocoon, we're being forced to rely on shit like Tinder and sliding into DMs, most of which doesn't require that much courage to do. And in reality, it is forcing us into a situation where our masculinity is actually at great risk. And worse still, it's actually started changing us. And to reiterate that point, I have to use a quote that Samuel L. Jackson made on the movie Shaft, which I found to be very, very powerful. He says, men used to be men. Now you millennial motherfuckers running around busy caring about how women think and how they feel and apologizing for everything. Man, that shit's embarrassing. And the thing with that is, he's right. He's totally right. Okay, not completely, but you know, I do understand caring for how women feel and what they think sometimes, but it doesn't mean that you have to give a damn all the time. Like honestly, when someone says that we deserve equal gender representation in a boardroom, I personally think that that's bullshit because when we're busy setting up a board, we're trying to look at how we can make the company move together through a combined leadership. I'm not trying to think about whether I should have a woman or a man there. I just want good performers and good leaders that can help put shit in check. But anyways, since I don't want to turn this entire rant into the entire episode, I will just kind of try and cut things short, but let me just finish off with this. Back in the day, for some of our communities, at least I'm sure a number of them in Kenya used to do this, whenever people would go through initiation, whether you're getting circumcised and having a piece of your dick chopped off, or you're having some of your teeth pulled out or something of that sort, after you'd be initiated, you would go through some form of training as a man. You would be taught how to care for the community and how to be a better man. Now, unfortunately, because we took up more westernized cultures and we decided that equality was a thing and a lot of us abandoned our cultural practices, that's something that's not being done as much as it probably should be. A lot of us are starting to pick up what the idea of masculinity is from the various different sources around us, whether it's the people that we stay with, whether it's the media that we watch or we listen to, that's where we're picking our masculinity from. And that creates a big issue because if someone's not training you how to be a more masculine person in a world where women are being uplifted and women are receiving more glorification, then how much more masculinity are we going to have as a people as times go by? I don't know. That's generally just food for thought that I think you should probably get. But anyways, we should move it on to our main topic. So, moving it on, while I was on IG last week, I happened to stumble upon a very interesting scenario which I felt should really be discussed. Now, it has a lot of fours and, well, I don't really give too much of a shit about that number. Now, the scenario reads... 
four months of dating and you tell four of your potential suitors that your furnace has gone out. Here are their replies. Bachelor number one says, let me come look at it. Bachelor number two says, damn that sucks. Bachelor number three says, do you need anything? You and your son can stay here if you need. And Bachelor four says, find out how much it'll be and I'll give you the money and you go ahead and get it fixed. And the question that comes from this entire scenario is, who has more potential? Now, this is a very interesting situation to be in. This is something that's mostly asked to women. And because I know that there's a couple of women that listen, I figured that, you know what, let me bring it on here and let me discuss it. Because I feel as though as a love, sex and relationships podcaster, I might have some idea of where the women will go. And I might have some idea of the exact kind of guys that each of these four bachelors are. So in theory, I could possibly state the kind of guy that each one of these four people is and what exactly makes them good or bad as a dating partner and where they could probably go. Now, to start things off, before I even break anything down, we need to talk about this babe. If this babe is possibly dating all four of these guys, then we have to admit that she's clearly playing the entire team. She's doing a bit of a team player kind of thing like I was talking about last week. And you know, that whole team building thing is happening. And it's very unfortunate that she's hoeing around like that. I just figured I should mention that because clearly somebody had to because most people like to avoid that and just go straight to the guys. And well, I don't think for me as a guy, I'd be very comfortable marrying a woman who's used to dealing with four guys at the same exact time. Regardless of whether it's multitasking, a gangbang or an orgy. Just figured I should put that out there. Um, but that said, moving it on, let's look at these guys. Now, firstly, let me put down a very interesting assumption. So to kind of work with this, let me use two assumptions. One, they all live close by with this babe. And two, this babe is actually telling the truth about the furnace. Just say, figured I should throw that out there. And three, considering that this is a scenario that sounds like it occurs mostly in the Western world. Take, for example, during winter and shit. If you're in a part of the world like I am, where we don't really have winter, you can try and equate it to something possibly similar. So that being said, let me get into bachelor number one. So bachelor number one says, let me come look at it. So this is a kind of person that's a bit more handsy, prefers to do manual work. He'll kind of not have an issue getting his hands dirty. And well, he probably sounds like the hard worker that will kind of go and find a way to fix the plumbing. That's the kind of guy that this guy sounds like he is. Now, provided that he has roughly the same amount of money or at least some money that's close to bachelor number four, I'd say this guy is perfect husband material. Now, bachelor number two, who just happened to say, damn, that sucks, I will say is the biggest bum out of all of them. As in, this guy just heard that Shorty has an issue and he didn't even bother to get up and move. He was like, oh shit, it's like that. Oh, I'm sorry, that sounds so bad. Then it's like he's done. And I think the most unfortunate part about this entire thing is that much as this guy is the bum that everyone is supposedly not supposed to like, you find that in a lot of cases, especially in the US, these kinds of guys are the ones who end up actually being the baby daddy. Like you'll find a lot of single mothers moving around. Oh, I'm trying to work hard, trying to provide for my kid. And then if you were to ask about the man, this is the kind of man that you'll get to hear about. And it's unfortunate that it's the scenario, but that's kind of how it is. Yes, they'll be good to lay it down when it comes time to go to the bedroom. 
but when it comes to doing other things like putting the work in and actually doing real shit they might be a little bit more reluctant to do it and they're a little bit more laid back and they don't really give a shit now on to bachelor number three uh who was like do you need anything you and your son can stay here if you need here being his place when i kind of think about this guy he definitely sounds like he's super sweet like he sounds like he'd be romantic and be sweet and be caring and will always kind of try to make sure that you're comfortable as a babe and the unfortunate part about this is this guy is the most likely to be friend zoned he's the most likely to end up in the same position of being told you know what i just want us to be friends or you know what as much as you're good looking and all you're kind of like a brother to me so i don't really look at you in that way and to kind of think about it it does sound wrong that i'm jumping to such a conclusion but let me kind of just bring you towards where my point of thinking is if you replace the term bachelor number three and you put their best friend won't it be the same exact thing like doesn't it sound like something that your female best friend would tell you as well like i just figured it's something that seems really really sweet and really nice but it does kind of make it look very simp worthy and very friend zone worthy but anyways to kind of move it on to bachelor number four who said find out how much it'll be and i'll give you the money and you go ahead and get it fixed i sit and i think about it this guy sounds like he's too busy doesn't give too much of a shit and yes he might seem like husband material for a lot of people or good boyfriend material but in reality this is the kind of guy that women tend to gold dig from because you know very well that he's not gonna get up and do shit about something so what you're gonna do is you're just gonna go and tell him that there's an issue here there's an issue there and claim that you need money and he'll just send it and in a sense much as he might look like someone good to gold dig from he might not make the best husband because he won't necessarily care about you because he'll know that he can solve most of his problems with his money I'm not saying that that's the definitive truth. I'm just saying that I feel as though this guy will solve a lot of his problems with just money, which might make him a good boyfriend, might make him someone that you can be gold digging from, but I don't think he'll necessarily make the best husband. Now, to kind of look at who's the most ideal out of all four of them, much as I'm the guy here and I don't play against the home team, I can probably give an opinion and say that the best option for most would be bachelor number one with bachelor number four's kind of money because at least you would know that this is someone who is resourceful someone who will always be ready to put the work in and use his hands and do the manual labor but on the side he is financially stable enough that he will take care of you which is why i said if bachelor number one had a good amount of financial stability then he would be the perfect husband by a lot of standards and that's major facts right there but then again i could be wrong because i'm usually the guy i'm the one that ends up being the husband so now maybe the question that i should be asking is which one of the four am i or which would i rather be and the answer is all of them but with small bits from each other and let me kind of explain it like this if this babe hits me up and we just started talking a couple of days ago then i'd probably have bachelor number two's attitude and be like oh shit that sucks because if i barely just met you if we haven't been together for such a long time and you're already telling me about your problems almost as if you expect me to fix them 
then I will assume that you are a gold digger of sorts because well not unless if I'm going to fix that shit then I'm not sending you any money so I'll most probably be like oh shit that sucks and I'll let you handle your own issues but if I have known you for a bit of a while and we have gotten fairly close then I'll be bachelor number one I will step in and go and actually try and help out if I can where I can now if I cannot manage to help then I will move to Bachelor 3's behavior and be like, you know what, I've tried what I can, I can't do shit, how about you and your son come and stay over at my place and we can chill together for a bit while it's being fixed. And while that's happening, maybe, just maybe, she's in a situation where she doesn't have money and she can't afford to, you know, fix up her own shit, then I will be Bachelor number 4 and ask how much it'll cost to fix those things and pay for that shit to happen. Mostly because I probably wouldn't want other people staying in the house with me. But that being said, let me just say that with the information given here, it's very little to kind of decipher the kind of person that each one of these bachelors is. And to be completely honest, based on those scenarios, those are the kinds of people that I get from such reactions. So in reality, things will be a little bit more complicated. So don't just rely on these very, very small things to kind of point out what's a red flag and what's not and kind of look at the whole overall picture in and of itself and use that to decipher it. And while you're at it as a lady, feel free to remember that howling at four niggas and being with them all at the same time is tantamount to hoeing and being a team player. So you might as well just watch out for that as well and date them all one at a time and not all four together. But that being said, I want to know your thoughts on this. Are you a guy and do you think that you're one of these people? Defend yourself and come through and explain why it is that that's a thing. If you're a lady, which one of these bachelors would you pick and why? Am I right? Am I wrong? Have I overstepped a boundary or am I not looking at the entire thing properly because I have a penis? The DMs are open on Instagram, it is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs at BagakaTheD. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening on Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments there. And I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care. <laughs>